في من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا فديدا يسلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعض فإن أصق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد عليه الصلاة والسلام والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار All praise is due to Allah, we laud him, beseech yourself and in him we seek forgiveness and we seek the refuge of Allah from the mischievousness of our souls and the wrongdoings of all of our actions Whoever Allah guides, no one can lead him astray and whoever Allah leaves to be left astray, no one can guide him and I bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship as a deity except Allah, he's, a, he's alone, he has no partners and I bear witness that Muhammad is the slave and his messenger Surely the best speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad, his sunnah and the words of all affairs are newly invented matters for every newly invented matter is an ovation, every innovation is astray and every astray will lead that person to the hellfire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has raised this ummah of Muhammad with a type of worship that will lead that person away from many sins and all types of atrocities and lewdness against their own souls. That type of worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has graced the Ummah of Muhammad with is the ibadah of salah. And keeping in line with what we've been promising, talking about those things that nullify the salah or nullify the actions, we just like to talk a little bit about the excellence of salah and the importance of this particular worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he ordained for this Ummah to be done 50 times a day. The Ummah of Muhammad were commanded to pray 50 times a day. And then Allah's Prophet after returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his Mi'raj two or three or four times as some narrations go, uh, relate that he was reduced to five times a day which is a mercy on all of us because I don't think any of us can imagine praying 50 obligatory prayers a day but even more importantly out of the mercy and grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those five prayers that we pray every day al-fajr or al-subh and al-zuhr and al-asr al-asr and al-maghrib and al-isha Though they're only five times a day, we still get the reward of 50 prayers. Ten each. They're five in number and 50 on the scale. This is a mercy from Allah, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَى صَلَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِظُونَ أُولَٰئِكَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ مُقْرَمُونَ those who guard their prayers shall dwell in the garden honored. Those who guard their prayers shall dwell in the garden of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there shall be mukramun. They shall be honored individuals. 
And again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَأَقْمِ الصَّلَاةِ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ So establish the salah because the salah wars off and keeps away from all of us الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ which is lewdness and all types of abominable things. And again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says أَقْمِ الصَّلَاةِ لِذِكْرِي and establish the salah for my remembrance. And as the authentic narration collected by Imam Muslim says, that our beloved Prophet said, that when a person is making the salah, he's having an intimate conversation with his Lord. And again, our beloved Prophet said, the Messenger of Allah said, alayhi salatu wasalam, an authentic narration transmitted by Imam Ahmed and others, that the very first thing that the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be taken to account for on day of the, the day of resurrection of all of his actions is as-salah. The very first thing we'll be asked about is the salah. The Messenger of Allah said, in salahat if it is good, if it is wholesome, if it is correct, if it is done in the correct manner, inwardly and outwardly, then that person will be successful and he'll be the winner. And as the Prophet said, an authentic narration transmitted by Imam Abu Dawood and his Sunan, was an authentic chain, that a man only gets with that which is written down for him in his salah, a tenth of it, a ninth of it, an eighth of it, a seventh of it, a sixth of it, a fifth of it, a fourth of it, a third of it, a half of it. Depending upon how he performed the salah internally with khushu' with humility and awe and fear, and how he performed his ruku' and his sujood and his qiyam and his jalsa, not looking around where shaitan steals from his salah, etc. According to those aspects of the salah, inwardly and outwardly, if they're good, then he'll be successful and he'll be the winner. And if not, it's going to be destroyed and he's going to be the loser. So we know from this, brothers and sisters, that the salah is very important. Now we'd like to talk about one specific salah that the Prophet, alayhi salatu wasalam, has warned us about not abandoning it, but just even delaying it. The Prophet ﷺ has ordered the worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, حَافِظُوا عَلَى الصَّلَوَاتِ وَالصَّلَاةِ الْغُسْطَى وَقُومُوا لِلَّهِ قَانِفِينَ Be careful and protect all of your prayers. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He singles out one of those obligatory prayers from all of the rest, وَالصَّلَاةِ الْغُسْطَى And the companions of the Messenger of Allah were almost in unanimous agreement that As-Salatul Wusta, the one they call the middle prayer, is Salatul Asr. And stand devoutly towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this verse was revealed in connection with the time when Muslims were able to talk in their Salah and then it was done away with. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, 
to be protectors, to be guardians over all of our prayers. But this particular Salah, Salat al-Asr, is so important that the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in his book, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wail, wail to those who are musalleen. This is strange, especially for those people who stop at this ayah and don't continue. Because Allah says, Wail to the people who make salah. And Allah uses the word wail through the Quran for people who backbite and people who are deceptive and people who spread namima, and people who spread slander. He says, وَيْلُلْ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ Woe to those. وَيْلُلْ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ Woe to those. Wail to those who defraud. When they ask for something, they ask for it full in measure, and when they give it back, they, you get short. Allah uses this word wail for people who make salah. Now, how can that be? People who make salah, he says, wail. Some of the scholars of Tafsir say wail means a halak. It means may they be destroyed. People who make salah, may they be destroyed. And others say that wail means a type of hell. It is something in the hellfire or hell itself. Hell be for those who make salah. How can people who make salah be cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and damned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this expression wail? The ones who are neglectful of their salah. The ones who are neglectful of their salah. Not for religious or legislated reason, but because they want to look at a soap opera to the end. But because they want to finish that chess game. Because they want to continue working on their car when their car breaks down. Because they just want to finish a donut or a cup of coffee. They let the time of Salat al-Asr go all the way out until the end of it. And then rush to pray Salat al-Asr. The Salah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala distinguishes from the other Salah by saying, guard it. The Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, الَّذِي تَفُوتُهُ Salatul الْعَصْرِ كَأَنَّمَا غُتِلَ أَهْلُهُ وَمَالُهُ رواه البخاري ومسلم He said, the one who allows Salat al-Asr to pass by his time, to fade away in front of him, he lets it go on and on and on until it just goes completely out. The one who does this, كَأَنَّمَا غُتِلَ أَهْلُهُ وَمَالُهُ It is as though he lost his entire family and all of his property. It is as though he has lost his entire family. And the entire family, according to Imam Ibn Hajar al Asqalani, Amir al Mu'mineen of Hadith, and Imam al Nawawi, and the explanations of Bukhari and Muslim, entire family doesn't mean your four children and your wife, it means your lineage before you and after you. You've lost everything. You become abtar, cut off, no genealogy whatsoever from the beginning and the end. And all the property that you would have ever owned, and you own. Just for letting Salat al-Asr go by. And then from Abi Malih al-Malih 
عامر بن أسامة بن عمير الهذلي رضي الله عنهم قال كنا مع بريدة في غزوة في يوم غيم فقال بكروا بالصلاة العصر فإن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من ترك الصلاة العصر فقد حبط عمله On the authority of Amr ibn Usama ibn Umar al-Hadali, may Allah be pleased with him, he said, we were with Burayda, radiallahu anhu, in a ghazwa, in an expedition, on a very cloudy day. And then he said, Bakkiru bisalati al-asr. Make salat al-asr early. Make it early. One prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was so concerned because of jihad one day, He asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to hold the sun for him. Yusha' ibn Nun, one of the prophets of Allah, Joshua as they call him in English. Asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ihdisha alayya shay'an. Restrain the sun for me at this particular time for Asr. So that he can make it because he was busy in jihad. This is how important it is. And the Messenger of Allah said, whoever abandons the Salat al-Asr, And a form of abandonment unanimously agreed upon by the scholars of the past. Abandonment of salah, a form of abandoning the salah, which is kufr, is to delay the time. Man talaka salat al-asr, faqad habita amaluhu. He has annulled his deeds. His deeds aren't worth anything. He has annulled, he has made his deeds vain. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, atti'u Allah wa atti'u rasool, wa la tubtilu a'amalakum. O you who believe, obey Allah and obey His Messenger. And don't render your actions vain. Don't cancel your good deeds out. Don't make them fruitless. Whoever abandons and or delays the Salat al-Asr, the complete meaning of it, Whoever delays it, whoever is neglectful, whoever prays and they're neglectful in their prayer, they let the time just go by, especially the Asr of prayer, then they have annulled their deeds. All the good deeds that you're doing, they're canceled out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's Prophet, alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, Al-ahdu al-ladhi baynana wa baynahum as-salaa, faman tarakaha, The contract or the covenant between us and them, us meaning those who believe in Allah, and them are those who disbelieve in Allah or feign belief, the hypocrites, is salah. A salah is the covenant between the two of us. It is that thing that distinguishes us from the kuffar. Whoever does this and then whoever abandons it, the prophet says they have committed an act of disbelief. Some of the scholars of Islam says, say that whoever abandons the salah in its entirety, all of them, or one of them, they should be whipped. Some others say they should be jailed. Some others say they should be whipped and jailed. And others say they should be killed. As for those who delay the salah continuously, they say that they should be whipped until they return to the right way. Brothers and sisters, this salah, al-asr, is a very important salah. And if we keep delaying this salah that Allah has affixed for us, this middle prayer, all of our deeds will be voided out and it will be as though we lost all of our family and all of our wealth.
الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Brothers and sisters in Islam Allah سبحانه وتعالى says in his glorious book يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تلهكم أموالكم وأولادكم عن ذكر الله ومن يفعل ذلك فأولئك هم الخاسرون O you who believe do not allow your wealth and your children to a virtue from the remembrance of Allah. What is the remembrance of Allah? The remembrance of Allah is zikr and part of that zikr is as-salah. Don't let your children, your wealth, your property and your families a virtue from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whoever does this, أُولَاكَ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ then they are those who are the losers. They are those who will be in a deficit. Those are the individuals that will go looking for their deeds when they abandon these acts, specifically salah and more specifically as salat al-asr. Those who delay the salah, they will go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will be looking for some reward and they won't have anything. Don't let these menial things, brothers and sisters, delay you from the salat al-asr. Don't let anything delay you from the Salat al-Asr. Allah's Prophet ﷺ made dua to curse those people of the Quraysh who delayed him from the Salat al-Asr when he was at the Kaaba one day. He said, may Allah curse them. May Allah destroy them. How much more Muslims, Muslims who act like these pagan Arabs in the time of the Prophet ﷺ by delaying the Salat to look at a television show delaying the Salah to do whatever they're doing that is not justified by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or by His Prophet alayhi salatu wa salam. Let us pray this Salat al-Asr on time, brothers and sisters. Let us not be neglectful in our prayers. Let us not do it neglectfully. Let us perform the prayer in its proper time. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that surely the Salah has been affixed on the believers in a proper fixed time. Let us make the Salat al-Asr and guard it so that we won't be like those who lose all of their property and all of their family just because of one Salah of which we'll be asked about on the Day of Resurrection. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسْنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسْنَةً وَقِينَا عَذَابِ النَّارِ رَبَّنَا لَا تُوَخِذْنَا إِنَّ فِينَا أَوْ أَخْطَأْنَا رَبَّنَا وَلَا تَحْمِلْ عَلَيْنَا إِسْرًا كَمَا حَمَلْتُهُ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِنَا رَبَّنَا وَلَا تُحَمِّلْنَا مَا لَا طَاقَةَ لَنَا بِهِ وَاعْفُ عَنَّا وَاغْفِرْ لَنَا وَارْحَمْنَا أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ ال